Hello, and welcome to the Encompass Parent Talks podcast. My name is Colleen Lenahan, and I'm the Marketing and Communications Manager here at Encompass. Today, we've got a special episode of the podcast for you. During the COVID-19 outbreak, our therapists have had to adapt rapidly to this new environment and provide therapy via telehealth over the internet to our families. To talk a little bit more about what this has been like, and what teletherapy entails, I sat down recently with therapists from our clinic team to get their insights on how teletherapy differs from in-person therapy and what their experiences with teletherapy have been like so far. Thank you all for being here with us today to talk a little bit more about teletherapy and how we at Encompass have been using it during this COVID-19 crisis. So my first question to all of you is, what is teletherapy? Teletherapy is pretty much what you would have as an in-person session, except for it is done uh, with the video and audio on the computer. Doing teletherapy is a way that Encompass can continue to support families and children and to continue their continuity of care during this pandemic. It's a way that we can continue to do that and to meet our mission. I think that it's important that parents and caregivers know that teletherapy is evidence-based and as therapists, we're ethically required to provide evidence-based practice in teletherapy is evidence-based. There's a lot of research out there about it. We just happen to not have been working in this field previously. So tell me a little bit more about that. What does that look like? The parent would get an email to the Zoom link. It would be a secure link that the parent has and then the therapist has. And so the therapist logs on and then the parent logs on. And it really depends on the kid. Some kids we can do direct therapy with and they'll sit and they'll drill cards and we'll work on a specific sound. And then other kids, the parent is pretty much our hands. And so we coach the parent through how to complete the activity with the kid, such as if we're starting a new sound, like the F sound. Whereas in the clinic, the therapist might help the kid tuck their lip underneath their top teeth. But because we can't do that, sometimes the parent has to help the kid tuck their lip. So it seems like you're able to do some of the things that you would do in an in-person therapy session over teletherapy. Uh, How is it different? Or what are some of the challenges of teletherapy versus being able to be with the child? As therapists, one of the most powerful tools we have in our toolkit is kind of us and our experience. Most of our session, we are constantly adapting ourselves to help our kids regulate. We change our tone of voice and our body posture to help them regulate and tune into the sessions. We're changing the environment to help decrease or increase distractions depending on their goals. We are kind of the most dynamic part of the therapy session to regulate and track with our kids. And so trying to do that through a computer where you're, you know, we're limited on what our hands can reach. And I'm having to trust the parents to be my hands and my fingers and my voice. And that has been for me one of my biggest challenges. One of the differences is that the parent gets to see exactly what we do during our sessions. Whereas typically during a clinic visit, the therapist goes and picks up the kid from the waiting room and then takes the kid back. So the parents get to hear all of the specific vocabulary that we use and gets to kind of see exactly how our sessions go so they can continue to use the same vocabulary and to do some of the same activities at home. 
The other difference is finding activities that the kid will work for and rewards that they'll do because, you know, working on a specific sound on the computer, no matter how hard the therapist tries to make it fun, there's always going to be something more fun that the kid can do at home. Whereas at the clinic, we have a set of activities that we want to complete. And then for the reward, let's say we get to go to the fun gym at the end. And so the kids work really hard for that. It's required some flexibility. Like one of my kids, he will work really hard if we get to play mahjong at the end. Uh, it's just being flexible and working with the family and the kid on finding an activity that is really rewarding for the kid. Some of the similarities are that we're still working on the same goals. Our goals might be a little bit different, but we're still working on what the child needs to work on. Um, and it might change week to week, but we're still continuing their plan of care. I think the biggest challenge for me has been, especially getting new kids. A lot of times we have a few sessions where we're getting to know the kids. We bring out a toy, they don't like it, cool. I'm throwing it to the corner and I'm bringing out the next toy. Over teletherapy, that's so hard to do. And it's so hard to get a variety of materials with different themes. Like maybe they like cars, maybe they like trains, maybe they like dinosaurs. I don't know that during our first session. So for me, that's kind of been the biggest challenge is to get getting to know those new kids and figuring out kind of what motivates them. I think my biggest challenge is the part that I love most about my job is actually working with the kid like physically. And so like if there are behavior challenges with some of our kiddos that we see, I'm not really able to set those boundaries right away with them, knowing that they're in their home and in my home and I'm not able to interact with them in person, which it's a big change on our dynamic. So have you guys noticed that you've had to involve the parents more? For a lot of my clinic kiddos, they require hands-on, whether it's to help keep their balance or get their body positioned in the right way or whatever. And so, I mean, parents are literally my hands right now. Well, and I know for me, I just joined Encompass over Christmas. And so I'm just getting to know my parents. And so in some ways, this has been a blessing because it's kind of set up the scenario where I've been able to spend a lot of time talking with my parents. And so it's been wonderful. We've gotten to know each other really, really well, which is great. But it is interesting, especially with our new kids, where we're building relationships with our kids, but also we don't have that relationship with the, yet with the parents. And so we're building the relationship with the parents and we have to have both in order to have like a really good session. I've seen it as an opportunity too. Like there's a huge need for home health therapy for kids after the age of three. And it is so hard to find. And I mean, it, it's so functional to do therapy in the home, but it's just not that common. Um, and so I think it's been a really cool opportunity to see from my own eyes what some of their struggles are. And I think it's also been a good reminder with, with how stressed people are, like, to slow down and let's just, what are you already doing? How do we work on our goals through that? So I've been doing heavily parent coaching for all of my kids, regardless of the age, and just kind of trying to fit it into natural opportunities because I think people have a lot on their plate but that's been that's been some of the good feedback that I've gotten from my older kids parents is that they're able to to be more involved and you know even though I always explain what we're doing and I do home programming it's a different thing I think for them to really see exactly what we're doing for the whole time and so I think that's been um, a positive of this. Yeah I actually hope that with some of my kids I can continue uh, like with some version of this in the future. Like, I think it's been really, really, really valuable for a lot of my clients from an OT standpoint. Like I get to see their environment, which is a super critical thing to consider that we normally don't get to see. 
Yeah, so kind of going along with that, you guys kind of naturally transition into this. So on the flip side, what are kind of some of the silver linings to come out of this or the unexpected benefits? I've had parents observe sessions and they've been there, but as a therapist, I felt like I had to do the hands-on activity because I didn't typically have the parents teaching the parents to do the activities with us. Um, It was more of an observation and then I would explain what I was doing. So I definitely will hope if that's through teletherapy or through in the clinic, like having parents have that really active involvement, not just being there, but really being involved in the sessions. Oftentimes, you know, if a family is going through a stressor that's very specific to their family, I'm going through a stressor that might be very specific to me in my personal life, but we're all kind of going through a very large shared experience and it feels really connecting to be able to say, I feel that way too sometimes. It also feels really incredibly honoring to be able to hold space and emotions for parents and their children who are going through one of the biggest stressors potentially of their entire life. It feels like a real privilege to be able to sit with them in their home, even if it's over a computer, and be able to kind of virtually hold their hand and say, yeah, today's been really hard, but we can do it together. I think getting to know a different side of your kids, like I've, I mean, I've had kids that I've seen for years that you think you know most things about them, and then they get, you know, they're excited to show you their pets and what's inside their room and, you know, meet their siblings. And it's been really cool, I think, to see the other side and to also share the other side of me, like have them meet my dogs. And I've learned a lot about kids that I thought I knew really well, just from seeing it being in their homes almost. I think too, that like in the past, if I have offered a teletherapy visit, like when we had all the snow and stuff, a lot of times parents would be like, ah, no, it's, we'll just see you next week or whatever. But I feel like because we knew going in that this was going to be an extended period of time, I feel like families have been much more open to having those visits. And I feel like now that they've experienced that, it will hopefully make them more willing in the future if something somebody has to do just a one-off or whatever. So I think that's a positive What are some other feedback you've heard from families? I feel like the community is so thankful that Encompass is available and open. I think probably every day I have someone asking me a question from anything to my child's having a hard time. And I'm like, well, you know, we have behavioral health services available via teletherapy and families are saying, oh, really? And to other clinics reaching out, asking, hey, how are you guys doing this? How are you making this work? How are you still supporting families? So I think the appreciation from our community, like I'm certainly feeling it and that's really great. I have been really humbled working with one family in particular that it's been really challenging to be out of school and to be out of his, this little guy's routine. So it's, it does feel like a great privilege to continue working with them during this stressful time. We're not doing anything like, like we would in clinic. We're really just trying to help him regulate and connect and have a meaningful interaction. And sometimes that's all we can do. You know, we, we do run around a lot trying to get resources ready and trying to make it interesting for kids, but that's not always what kids need. And I think that taking a step back and kind of seeing how can we truly support this family and this child and their situation um, to think through that with them as well. I had one family in particular, they 
were brand new. We evaluated them and then we were scheduled for the IFSP the very next week. And that day we were told no more home visits in the home. So the dad at the beginning of the IFSP that day, he was commenting that he was really kind of leery of how it was going to work and whether it was going to work. And at the end, he was like, I'm floored that I can already see how this is benefiting us and how we're learning, even though you're not here. So that I think has been very beneficial because like, I didn't have that good rapport with them yet. And I didn't know them well yet because we had literally just met the week before and then have since not been in person. So I think that's been pretty awesome. And some of our families are just at the age where they're starting to learn how to read in school. And so missing this huge clump of school where you learn all of these basic skills has been really stressful for some families. And so being able to just include some phonological awareness or some sound decoding and talk to the parent about how that's going to help with their reading, I think has kind of helped decrease that stress a little bit. And also I've noticed parents are more willing to do those kind of things now and, and willing to practice a little bit more. Whereas I feel like before it kind of took a little bit of convincing, but now they have kind of a change of mindset with it. Previously, there was this school therapist and home therapists. Sometimes it would be, well, you know, talk to your school therapist about that because that happens at school or talk to your home therapist about home because that's not relative to their education. And now it's all one big thing. There's been some really great outcomes because of that, including what Autumn was mentioning. Like now parents are able to sort of see the big connection between all of those things in a bigger picture way. Um, I had a few kids kind of say that they didn't want to do tele teletherapy at the beginning and then kind of two weeks in, they were kind of ready. They were like, oh, let's try it. Like we're home, we're open, let's do it. And I think those families that kind of took a break and then I started, they were like, oh, wow, you know, this is working a lot better than we thought it would work. You're able to use things around our house. Like I was doing like two-step directions with like, let's train your dog. What two tricks should we have them do? What, what do you want them to do first? So that kind of thing, I think parents like weren't expecting for the therapist to kind of be able to tap into what they have at home and to still make it fun and their kid would still engage and want to do it sometimes even more than at the clinic. <laughs> I've been really impressed with the Encompass parents, actually, and being able to talk to them at home and see what they are having to go through and, and what some of the complexities are, especially uh, with schools being graded for a lot of parents, and they're getting tremendous number of emails. Like, say they've got three kids. They've got a high school kid and a middle school kid and a preschooler, and they're getting emails from all the teachers, and please sign up for these 15 websites. Keep the passwords straight, and by the way, you're going to need to work one-on-one -on -one with with your child for this amount of time. It's so stressful and parents are trying to work from their home with their own jobs. I've been impressed with how they can still focus on this need that their kids have to do speech therapy and even do the practice more because they're working with their kids with the other schoolwork. I've had parents asking a lot more questions about, well, how exactly do you want me to do this? And knowing that they're really following through and I can see the progress. What do you want people to know about teletherapy? So maybe if someone is on the fence about it and they're not sure or they've never heard of it, what are some things you would want people to know? I always kind of say, what's the harm in trying? And I feel like you'll be pleasantly surprised about how valuable it can be. You know, I think it can feel nerve wracking to let people into your home. That can be stressful, but we try it and we're finding some really unexpected, amazing results. 
reasons that I've heard and, and seen parents being intimidated by the teletherapy process is that they, they feel an obligation to be in charge of the behavior management of having their kids sit and attend to a screen for 45 minutes. And I have been spending a lot of time stressing, like, no matter what your child is doing, we can make it therapeutic. And I do my, you know, we do our best to engage them. And depending on the kids, some kids do sit and, and look, other kids, you know, we can talk about parent coaching or we can meet the kid wherever they are and we can meet the family wherever they are. And if they're not ready to sit and look at the screen for 45 minutes, that is totally okay. We don't expect that starting. So I think just making sure the parents know that kids are all over the map right now. And we've seen it. We're used to it. Some are going to cry and scream. Some are going to sit there. Wherever it is, we can start there and, and work up. I, I want parents and people to know that we don't have an expectation that your kids sit directly with us and engage for the entire session. That just might not happen, and that's okay. Um, I know some families were nervous because of the expectation of like, I'm not a therapist. How am I supposed to be able to do therapy with my kid at home when you're across on the computer? But really, I tried to express that we're here for support and we're answering questions. Like, it's going to look different. So I really tried to, if something came up and they're like, you know, all of a sudden he's not sleeping. What can I do? How can we help support that? He's trying to do his homework. How are we supporting across the board in all of the child's life? And we're not expecting parents to be therapists. We're not expecting them to know it all and be able to do it all either. Parents deserve someone to be able to talk to about the unique complexities of parenting a child with special needs. There's a lot of materials out there right now for how to engage your child throughout the day in various types of activities. And often those activities are really great for typically developing kids. But there's not as much information out there for how to engage your child who has special needs or mobility challenges or communication challenges. And how do you navigate that? Who do you talk to about that? How do you navigate a child having a significant behavioral change that you feel completely unprepared for. You deserve someone to talk to about that too. And I think that's one of the best parts of teletherapy is that in addition to the direct therapy that we're able to provide, we're also able to provide a lot of really, really wonderful support to parents and caregivers. That wraps up our special episode of the Parent Talks podcast. Thank you for joining us today. To learn more about teletherapy, or any of our services for children and families, visit our website at www.encompassnw.org. See you next time.